You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 285 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, we're continuing our Christmas week talking about preparations, talking about the Christmas star, and we got another episode of Dr. Electro, episode 14. So pull up a chair, sit back and relax. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thank you for tuning in. Hope your week is off to a great start. Tell you what, man, had a lot of fun today at uh, the retirement home, passing out a bunch of cards, Christmas cards. So as you may recall, a couple of weeks ago, I put a call out to say, hey, does anybody want to send my buddies some cards and some goodies? Because you know, they have everything that they need. But, you know, Christmas during COVID, kind of, you know, I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Exactly, right? So difficult. Everybody's kind of stuck. So I just put like one post up on Facebook, maybe two. It's spread around. I got a table full of socks and soaps and cards. I got a box of cards, 200 cards from an elementary school in North Carolina, all on construction paper and hand-drawn in the most delightful ways. Oh, passing on all this stuff today. And uh, old friends that, that uh, I barely know, and, and they sent in all these cards, and their neighbors helped send in cards, and I'm passing these out. And, and I was telling people, I said, because, you know, they're sitting in the room and I do my little, I should start going KGB, but I figured that probably wouldn't be funny. So, but I do my little on the door and then I go in and say, hey, can I come in? And they're like, yeah, come on in. And I come in with my box and I'm like, okay, I got a story. You know, this is, you don't know these people, but well, there's some good people in the world and, and they wanted to send their regards and, and here you go. And all oh, the smiles and the delight, it's just been great. It's just been great. And then... The Christmas star. Ha! Did you see this? The conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. They're the closest they've been in this position in 800 and some years. Um, it happened also in like the 1600s, but the Jupiter and Saturn were kind of in the sunset. So conjunction is when the planets align, so to speak. And this is on solstice, first day of winter. Awesome stuff, right? So the planets align obviously they don't crash into each other because they're about 500 million miles apart jupiter is twice as far away or saturn is twice as far away from us as jupiter is but they're lined up so close it almost looked like one object in the night sky just with an unaided eye for, to me it looked fuzzy like i couldn't focus it and then when i put a telescope on it well it'll be the show the episode description um or the episode thumbnail both Jupiter and Saturn in the same high-power telescope view. So cool. Four moons of Jupiter. I could see one moon of Saturn. It was sinking in the trees, and the branches kept getting in the way. But wow, it was awesome. A Christmas star. The last time this happened was the year 1225. Interesting from a numerological you know, numbers standpoint. 1225, Christmas. Um, Genghis Khan was doing his thing. Slicing and dicing competition was paying the price in. To paraphrase LL Cool J there, neat stuff, man. Neat stuff. So, great start to the season. Now, we got episode 14 of Dr. Electro. And let me move things around. I got my notes right here because, you know, this is always written. 
when I'm doing the other stuff I like to talk, I find there's a, a difference between the spoken word and the written word. But sometimes the written word can translate into the spoken word. <clears throat> Previously on Dr. Electro, Henry finds himself locked out of the action. The League members boarding a sensitive, a secretive elevator two steps ahead. The possibility of League interference dawns on Doc and his crew while Mabel and the Old One decide to act. Dr. Electro, episode 14. Henry ran and jumped. The cold iron of the fire escape greeted his determined grip as he hoisted himself up to the ladder, which reacted with an alarm shudder to this surprise visit. Up and up went Henry the clockkeeper, climbing into familiar territory as the ground grew distant. Finally, he gained the roof and peered down into the window opposite. Lamplight streamed out at an ominous yellow, interrupted occasionally by the cloaked figures as they all jockeyed for position around a great table in the center of the room. Suddenly, everyone sat down hurriedly with a frantic rustling and an eerie still descended. A creak of a carved oak door made Henry shudder, watching on the ledge across the alley, and even seemed to impress a dread upon the seated members. The head man glided in, obvious in his rank by the deference bestowed upon him by his petrified lieutenants. So, gentlemen, it has begun. A slow grin on his face signals that it was signaled that it was time for jubilation, no matter how forced or grim, and a hurrah was mustered. Come, come, gentlemen, although we strive for silence, we could at least give ourselves two more cheers. Things are best in threes, after all. As this observance was made, Henry heard a door close behind him. Scene two, below street level. Let me get my notes set. Below street level, the bohemian room was empty, with incense smoke the only movement in the quiet. Mabel and the old one drew their coats tightly, the rain taking on a persistent chill as the hour grew later. Steps echoing off the slumbering facades of the buildings, they wound their way further into the blackness of the night and deeper into the mystery. I just love a good stroll, the old woman intoned, her words startling Mabel out of a reverie. I see you're worried, dearie. I used to worry when I was young. What's going on exactly, Mabel asked her guide. Why the power outage? What's the league? Where are we going? The steps continued to echo, and the blank faces of the houses offered no helpful small talk to soften the blow of the old one's silence. Eight, thirteen, twenty steps passed as Mabel began to count, suddenly having time to feel nervous. Scene three. Union Street was growing smoky with Noah's cigarettes and Dr. Electro's pondering. A man of action, Rutherford was growing restless, but it was Murphy who had the good idea for once. Why don't we take a few of your men here to make a little gang and we follow where the broken wires go, he asked. Jolly well, Rutherford sprung up and even Electro was jolted to earth and to action to be continued. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our daily practice. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Let those eyes drift gently closed. 
and let us begin. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. And last one. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, and four. Ah. Wiggle those toes, open those eyes, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.